we're going to be unpacking what my producer Jim just absolutely loves so much he said I had to talk about and that's the Barbie movie I just he actually didn't love the film I, I don't think he saw it I don't think he would but he did say <laughs> there we go no he didn't he made it very clear uh, but he did say that I needed to talk about it and you know I'm glad I am because I've spent the last few days just sitting with people who have watched the film I haven't seen it you know I haven't gone to the movie theater oh I think in years since like sometime in 2020 it was with a replay on like the 50th anniversary or something in one of the Star Wars movies original it was fantastic but Barbie movie I am actually fascinated by everything that's been going on with this conversation you know Barbie came out in 1959 really reached its peak in the 1990s its popularity being predominantly among the millennial generation and so I think this film is rather nostalgic for millennial women at least I hope mostly millennial women but here's what's interesting as I've been talking to people I feel like I have seen the movie at this point because we have ran through plot lines that I have seen so many different perspectives on it had a lot of conversations I never thought I really never thought that I would say this that so many people are actually kind of philosophizing about Barbie and Ken it, it is kind of interesting I never thought I put those three words together but here's what's interesting when I think of Barbie and I heard the Barbie movie was coming out I thought oh it'll be nostalgic for millennials who want to see the movie because it's brand recognition it's going to be nostalgic you know Barbie I think some people want to call her a feminist icon I think I would kind of argue otherwise actually so when I think about Barbie I think about playing with Barbies it was a short-lived phase for me but playing with Barbies got Barbie clothes, shoes, you know, she's already got the elevated feet for the high heels. I love high heels. You know, there are a lot of elements to that where people played house with their Barbies. They played marriage with their Barbies if they had a Ken doll. I don't think I was allowed to have a Ken doll too, although I think I remember most of our Barbie stuff we bought at garage sales uh, because, you know, again, toys. I think there's such a so much pressure on parents today to always buy the newest, nicest toy. We got some of our best toys at garage sales, just saying. And so when I think about Barbie, I think about that idea of plain house, which often led to plain marriage. But what I think of Barbie more so as is intriguing the imagination for the area of clothes, fashion. Here's where the rubber meets the road. People are talking about the Barbie movie, and I think it's pretty significant. If you follow the storyline, and if you haven't, you have this Barbie make-believe world where, and interestingly, a mom who's kind of millennial age is the one who's directing and playing with the Barbie itself. And so you have this Barbie world and everything is very fashion oriented. It's fake. It's superficial. It's make believe. And there's this dichotomy there where suddenly Barbie has the opportunity to go into the real world. And at the end of the film, she essentially has the opportunity to choose to stay in Barbie land or to live in the real world. And isn't that option before all of us today to stay on the level of the superficial the make-believe you do you you make your own reality versus acknowledging the real world and all of its good elements and all of its hard truths so here I think is what's interesting if you look at the movie and that many of the people who are commenting on it what's interesting is that there are so many different takes on the film that it seemed to appeal to everyone. Now, I think big picture, I think there's a reason for that. Movie creators today are having to create movies 
attempting to make four quadrant films. I do not think this is a four quadrant film, but attempting to make films that appeal to the masses. But how do you make films that appeal to the masses when we are so polarized in many respects as a society? And so I think this film left a lot of things very open-ended and open to interpretation. And I think that there were a lot of things in the film that people could take in different directions. So it appealed greatly to feminists. It upset some people. But I think there was intentional ambiguity in the film. From a lot of the scenes I am hearing about, and especially the ending scene in the film, which we'll get to in a minute. But here are some interesting elements. Part of what I think is interesting is some people might say, you know, it was all about, you know, you taking charge of your life, you do you, all about self-exploration and getting to know yourself. And part of the conversation in the Barbie movie is surrounding the whole dynamic between Ken and Barbie. And it's interesting because there are a lot of elements there. I mean, even just randomly, on a side note, it's kind of funny. People keep talking about how patriarchy was brought up like 12 different times in the movie without any real clear purpose. And it's almost as if it's just used as a buzzword or a word that people use when they're hurt, which I think is very true. But here's what's interesting about Ken. It seems to be a lot of people are talking, especially women, about how you want an Alan, not a Ken. So Alan is one of those dolls the only other male doll that was released by the barbie franchise i believe and he didn't take off as significantly as ken did but what's interesting is in the portrayal between ken and alan a lot of women are out here saying you want an alan not a ken so ken ended up being rejected by barbie at the end of the day because he really needed to quote find himself and part of what they portrayed in the film is that ken really only existed if Barbie loved him or looked at him and he was just waiting around for Barbie to pay attention to him. And so Barbie ends up saying, you know what, you need to find yourself. And one of the key messages I'm hearing people take from that is that men, and I would say it's a message for women as well, you are more than the person who you are with. That you need to understand yourself apart from the person you are with. While the person you're with should help you understand yourself more, that's a whole nother conversation, but that idea of kind of just waiting around like a dog to be given attention, I think in many respects, Ken was just another stereotypical low-grade portrayal of men in society, which is unfortunate. But then you did have this Alan character, which they didn't put a lot of emphasis on him in the movie. But, and again, he I think he was actually canceled. I might be wrong because every single Barbie character was based off of a different doll that they actually released. But at one point in the film, he ends up just kicking butt against the Kens who take over the Barbie world at one point. And he is the one person who stands up for Barbie. And so a lot of people are saying you want an Alan, not a Ken. You want someone, ladies, who stands up for you and takes care of you. And this idea of handling business when he needs to. And also, he didn't have to be the star of the show. Juxtaposed to Ken, there's a certain respect of effeminization in Ken that's seen. And I think that what I'm hearing, and I would agree with this, Ken is a product of a feminist culture. He's a product of what we see in a lot of men today of effeminacy. And I think men, he's portraying how many men have lost themselves because they're so busy not being busy, being defined according to what the world is saying. It just doesn't matter. You're irrelevant. So I think that's one of the interesting story plot lines. But I want to come back to this whole idea of 
nothing being implicit in the movie and everything kind of being ambiguous. I've heard a lot of people comment that it was just kind of random, even in terms of what would come next in the film. And I think part of that is because the creators wanted you to place your own interpretation on it so that it could appeal to everyone. Although it had this theme of you do you and make your own path, it at the same time appealed to the times we live in. It appealed to the hardcore feminists. It appealed to the breakdown in relationships and the guy who's kind of just waiting around and women taking their own paths. I think it appealed to people who like to yell about problems with the patriarchy, but at the same time, at the end of the day, there were these elements of motherhood that we all have to agree as millennials who played with Barbie dolls, it was all about clothes, fashion, plain house, marriage, that make-believe family. It was just an older version of the baby doll. A lot of what we did when we played with Barbies was imagine and pretend about what we would like our lives to look like as women. And most young girls during the 1990s still wanted to have a family, still wanted to have babies. And so what's interesting is that I think the film appeals to that in many respects. Women still want babies. Maybe they mourn the loss of babies. Part of the ending of the film was Barbie going to visit the OBGYN. No explanation, no reason as to why, what she was doing there. And a lot of people are literally scratching their head going, why did Barbie go to visit the OBGYN? I heard one ridiculous claim, and I do think it's r ridiculous. I think a positive marriage and family approach, one person said, well, she was going because maybe she's pregnant. And she, like, wants to start a family, and that's the next step. Well, she wasn't dating anyone. Someone said, well, maybe she was going for an abortion. Well, she could have, but OBGYNs, I don't even think 9 out of 10 OBGYNs perform abortions, so you couldn't really read between the lines on that. My guess is more likely birth control and how people view birth control as a necessary path forward. It's interesting. The director, Greta Gerwig, actually commented when people keep asking, because everyone's confused about the ending of the film and Barbie visiting the OBGYN, why? And the director, Greta Gerwig, actually said it was a rite of passage for women and that's why it was put in the film. But what does that mean? Well, it's not just a rite of passage. Not everyone goes and visits the OBGYN for no reason. Birth control is really usually at the heart of that. And so with this underlying tone of make your own path, you do you, without saying, hey, use birth control, that's what's necessary to make it happen. I think they were kind of implying that, but were maybe too scared to say that. as the creators tried to appeal to everyone. So at the end of the day, here's part of my take. I think we need to know ourselves and I think that's important and I think that's part of why it was good to see that breakdown between Barbie and Ken not ending up together and her really saying, hey, you need to get to know yourself apart from me. And that's true. We need to know ourselves in order to give ourselves. But it's also good to say no to a man who's just waiting around if you're a lady and there's no substance to him. He's just waiting around for you. There's a difference to wait on you and honor you versus just waiting for you to make his whole world be everything or for you to motivate him to do something. So those are my thoughts on the Barbie movie. I'd love to hear yours. You're listening to Trending with Timory here on Relevant Radio.